When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This video is sponsored by one of my personal favorite services, Rocket Money. More on them after the reaction, people. What is going on there, citizens of the Reject Nation? We are marveled up. You could get this at rejectnationshop.com. By the, all of the we're wearing. Everything. Everything. Yeah, everything. I was, I was I'm totally hey, dead. Yeah. That got me shirts for Christmas. Oh, my God. We are actually wearing the brand. What is wow. happening here? <sighs> Must be a good one. Anyway, guys, uh, we're at the Echo Finale. Loved episode four. I think I speak for all of us as that being our favorite yeah. of the four that we had watched. Let's just see what happens. We, all right? Let's see what happens. Episode five. I am very hopeful right now. As, as I'm sure both all three of us are. I'm really uh, dragging my words here. Leave a like on this video. And while you're doing that, tell us in the comments, what did you think of the finale? Did it, did it land well for you? Did it meet your expectations? Yeah, he's trying to... Cameo. X-Men or Echo? Uh, Prepper, thank you for helping us edit this down. Full length ranch to watch along secret with your own copy of Echo. Available for Super Sex Rejects at our Patreon page. Thank you to all who have joined just to watch Echo with us. We cover several things over there exclusively with highlights and watch logs included. All right, let's, let's do it. The question that remains for so many people is that candidate here. the hinting at? There's no doubt it's Donald Trump. late in the process, but there's still a window of opportunity. That's what the poll is telling us. It could be anybody's race. <laughs> that is. <laughs> A fantastic way to set up Thunderbolts. Wilson oh, Fisk so will run for mayor. <laughs> <laughs> you make him mayor, you outlaw vigilantes like they do in the comics all the time, and, and then the Thunderbolts is uh, all I, that. Uh, I think it's more Daredevil born again. Oh, I think Daredevil as well, but Thunderbolts is also, like, I think it's going to be big ramifications. Young Avengers, Thunderbolts, Daredevil. I don't think that's going to have anything to do with Thunderbolts. We're we'll never going to see a result or follow-up I don't think scene. their new section of their TV shows for Marvel Spotlight are going to directly affect Thunderbolts. I think X-Men need to be hated and feared, so we need to get superheroes on the outside. Born Again is going to be a political thriller about Kingpin <laughs> in the system. I think so big and scopic and have more direction than what they're currently doing, but I'm telling you, Chris, They should let me write. It's not what's going to happen. I'd it's be all in there. set up Daredevil Born Again. I'd be in there. All I know is that if you want a private jet like... Wilson Fisk. Oh. What's really important is that you start getting your finances in order now. <laughs> if you learn how to handle your finances for today, then you can build a fortune for the future. And it all starts with knowing your bills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is sage advice. 
as I segue into our sponsor. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this video, a brand that I am happy to be partnered with, thrilled to. It's fortunately one that I have been using for quite a while now prior to ever agreeing to a partnership with them. I was like, that makes for the best kind of synergy promotion because I can actually talk about them from my heart here. Reason being, like many of you guys, uh, like for years, I am constantly downloading all kinds of financial apps that I keep forgetting to use or I don't really find quite as beneficial. Rocket Money has been the one, the only one. I'm not just saying it. it is the only one that I have been able to consistently use, rely on that has been an absolute game changer for me. On a very personal note, running Real Rejects is an absolute privilege. However, you know, like I stress out about taxes and it's the beginning of the year and I'm like, I'm trying to be smarter and get it all done now. I already started like a couple months ago getting things in order. Managing Real Rejects finances while managing my own personal finances has been an ongoing struggle and I'm very big on like efficiency and being organized, but clearly it wasn't as good enough as I uh, I thought I had been. So before Rocket Money came into my life, I was drowning in subscriptions and struggling to keep track of my expenses. And as I really wanted to like get everything in order, Rocket Money came at the right time for me. I was overwhelmed with subscriptions I didn't even know I had or had still been subscribed to. I mean, do you ever wonder how many subscriptions you actually pay for? Have you ever taken the time to really do it? It can be a little daunting. Rocket Money helped me see what I was missing. And best part, they even canceled those subscriptions for me with just a simple tap. So with Rocket Money, you can have all your subscriptions in one place, making it easy to cancel anything unnecessary without the hassle of dealing with customer service. My, yeah, so annoying. Plus, they'll work on getting you refunds and negotiate lower bills, saving you up to 20%. You just snap a pic of your bill and let Rocket Money take care of the rest. Let me just summarize for you really quick what they are. They're a personal finance app that finds and cancels unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. With over 5 million users and over $500 million in canceled subscriptions, they've already saved members an average of $720 a year. They've helped save me a little bit more than that. Don't waste your hard-earned money on unused subscriptions. Cancel them today at rocketmoney.com slash rejects. That's rocketmoney.com slash rejects. If you've heard other people talk about them, well, use ours. Rocketmoney.com slash rejects. Because if you use that promo code rejects, you unlock special benefits. And yes, using them is also a great way to support the channel. Same time, it's just a great way to support your bank account. Because I cannot stress enough just how much this app has changed the game for me. Take control of your finances with Rocket Money and enjoy financial peace of mind. Alrighty, guys. Well, if you're listening to Apple Spotify, we just watched uh, Echo Finale. We have not talked about it at all. Um, now I just wanted to Google before going into this because I, I like this episode. I do. I actually, I sincerely do. I like it. I could feel some of the typical Disney plus ending pitfalls that it most certainly fell into at certain points. And most importantly, I was like, I really got the sense. I, this is the first time I could feel, I could feel the behind the scenes in a different way just having an understanding of shit that went down coy my man I, 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 why every time someone else is talking you just freaking be like it is not a toy <laughs> every time freaking, well I, i'm not talking so let me just this isn't making any noise is it <laughs> <laughs> it was, was brushing against every, my goatee, so every, I was like, I'm a moment. Every what if episode just, mm, just Greg's talking. Let me just uh, really adjust the shit out of this right now. <laughs> That's content, baby. Anyway. 
<laughs> you were saying there's like little ways you could adjust it without. Let me just grab every part of it. We have all the tracks. <laughs> and Koi knows that we can just go in and mute that part uh, and it won't sure. take any extra effort or, or separation or create any potential confusion. I think it's the easiest part of our jobs. Everyone knows it. Oh, hands <laughs> <laughs> <And> free. <laughs> anyway. So, <laughs> what was we talking about? The episodes finale. We were getting intense. into what the original plan for the episodes was, despite <laughs> oh, how this finale turned out. Yes. Yeah. Like, oh, the behind the scenes experience was like, I could feel it. Of They so obviously had more in, in the can here. And the impression I got was this really smart conscientious choice I could feel on the filmmaker's end. I I have to defend it for all we know, like theoretically eight episodes, the, the eight are terrible and they had a true. Oh, I, I don't know what the reason reasoning was the, the, the smart choice I felt of, of them to do was that, okay, we are being forced to cut this down. How do we make up for that? Let's at least have a consistent tone. Let's at least have a consistent mood, a consistent atmosphere. That way we can at least have some sense of uniformity by the time we reach the finale where some of this stuff probably would have worked a little bit better if, you know, things had more time to breathe or if they had more time to develop something or dive in. And maybe you don't feel this way. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're like, oh, I thought it was great. It was perfect. Everything was there. Maybe you feel that way. And that's cool if you do. Uh, I personally was able to get this sense on almost everything that went down of, yeah, there probably was more of a better build to most of these things that happened. And even like fight scene moments getting shortened. Uh, certain parts, but there were still so many things in here that I was impressed with the choice when they wanted to be emotional about it. It was very emotional. Like the scene with her mom was great. Originally Bonnie, but then her mom. (laughs) (laughs) What a strange choice. So like, we're all connected. We're going to change actresses. Even when Bonnie showed up, I was like, no, in my mind, they they do look, I'm not saying they all look, say specifically those two, I feel like they both have very gentle eyes i'll i'll i'm gonna slightly give them a, you might be like no they don't greg go ahead engage in the comments helps the video out in my <laughs> opinion i i was like no i mean come on I, I didn't see their faces that much on screen even though we just saw the mom in her flashback earlier in the episode so whatever clown on me all you want um i still thought there was great emotionality there when she dons the suit uh the representation of the choctaw nation in terms of this festival I thought was great. Even the scene when she confronts Wilson Fisk and 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 uh, in the barn and how it was in her POV and and, and Wilson Fisk and his memory core, I I, <laughs> I could still sense. I, yeah, you you could definitely feel the trimmings though on almost everything that was happening. This episode they, felt like it was grabbing pieces of a lot of threads, and I could feel like it wasn't their fault. Oh, if yeah. that makes that's in, in summary, it seemed like they had to go. What what, what can we make count the most, mm-hmm. and how do we make this feel still like a a package is complete? Redemption for biscuits. Like I feel like there was and, like a lot of back 
foreground characters that didn't get to become foreground characters as much as they would have. Like some of the supporting yeah. cast felt fully fleshed out, but some didn't. I feel like they yeah. might have been. I definitely noticed the scene of her like on the motorcycle in completely different gear than running in the house. And I was like, what scene happened between that? Like that could have been yeah. a whole day. Or they just like... It probably just lasted longer in some fashion. Something, I think, Showing up, taking have... the gun, letting tension simmer, instead of just cut to. Running in the house, yeah, different yeah. clothes. And, yeah. and I think that made the last episode feel a little, you know, lesser. But I do like that it didn't just end with a, a punch out fully. I did like the visual representation of, of the, the echoes of her ancestry. I really loved the emotional through line of music and like the way the sound design blended with her heartbeat in that scene. But then also at the end scene, I really liked what we set up with a new emotionality in Fisk uh, through how she healed in some way him. Maybe we don't know. Uh, I, I, I thought it overall worked, but it would, it worked more on camera than what it felt like with behind the camera. Okay. So according to reports that we have here and you know, like Disney and Feige never affirm all these things. Um, so they found parts of the film material unreleasable due to various production challenges. Uh, I can see that was this film during COVID. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, I it's, mean been, it's still it's still happening. I would I'm have saying, to I'm imagine. Saying, you know what I mean? When it was like yeah. at the height of yeah, of, of, yeah, of the restrictions, and yeah. protocols, and, um, yeah. and the episode count adjustments. They were trying to figure out if it in four to six episodes. They, they said, "Let's meet in the middle of five. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and they reshot a significant portion of the series. So that's, that's the part. I'm not sure. I can look at this footage. Sometimes you can tell. And to me, I'm yeah. not sure. Like, where was the reshoot? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. So it seem like I feel like they. They seamlessly blended stuff, whereas like other shows they've done, you're like, oh no, something <laughs> went wrong here, <laughs> or they did not plan this out, or they were forced to make this longer, you know. And it, it is odd that they would take, especially for one that wants to honor the Netflix shows that came prior. <laughs> I think uh, that might have been decided later. I'm wondering how much of this got R-rated up and how much was filmed in the beginning. Not that R-rated. That's what I'm wondering. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how much did they add? This TV-14. <laughs> yeah. So I'm wondering if they decided, like, hey, we'd like to mature up blank. Let's let's have Echo be that gateway, like, later on. Sure. I mean, I'm, I'm really curious when that decision was made because I do think there was maybe some kickback from Hawkeye and they were like, what if the Kingpin is going to be the Netflix Kingpin now? And hmm. then they like zhuzhed up Echo. Well, they say filmed material unreleasable. It does make me curious what that unreleased. Like, it's strange to talk about this one because, especially for our end, because we'll see what's like, like behind the scenes production problems that you could feel or like some shit went ha- down here. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, and yeah. I could tell. And, but I didn't feel it until but, the finale. And I didn't know all these details until now. And for all and for all I know, these details are just rumors, but it certainly feels the sense you get is that certainly seems especially. We didn't even when know you, what happened to Henry after. There's clearly stuff cut. Even from one through four, I was already like, there's no way they can wrap this shit up in, <laughs> in, in five, and there's no way they can flesh out things they were building up and, and, and put a proper cap on that or stamp on that. And even to a certain extent, like I like the intention and the choice of the echoing through the lineage. Mm-hmm. That seemed obvious. It was like I think from episode, That's the character. I think from episode two, you're like, yeah, no, the whole lineage, right? That's what's happening, and it's all echoing through. Um, and it, I like the specificity of what each person represented. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, I, wasn't sure, I didn't either. Like, that was cool. What exactly is like? Why? <laughs> why are we focusing yeah. on that? And oh. it played with the comic yeah. mythos in a way that felt like it was very approachable. Like this doesn't feel yeah. like you're missing out on reading it, but it also, if you like this character, you should read it because there is more in the David Mack Joe Casada version. So I, I do think they nodded to her power set in a fun way that leaves it open to diving into more without feeling like, sure. oh, I'm missing out. What was your character arc, John? 
Lay it out for the audience. Who Echo's character arc? Yeah. Uh, you know, she learned a bit about who she actually is. She learned to let go of some of that ingrained rage and the chip on her shoulder. And she learned how to begin to embrace process and let go of pain. And that is demonstrated in the ending scene with Kingpin as she encourages him to try and do the same because she recognizes yeah. herself as part of an ongoing cycle of violence and uh, hurt and all that stuff. Yeah, it's great. And, uh, you know, she fights a couple times, too. <laughs> she gets a new prosthetic leg. Yeah, I still think there was an arc. Oh, guys, we just had Secret Invasion. I mean, we didn't just have Secret Invasion. It's just <laughs> well, the last bad show we had was Secret Invasion. Which was the last show we had. That was like nine months ago. I said the last bad one. What if Loki that? was oh, right. Loki, Loki was so and were yeah. good ones. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Loki was after. This is funny. Secret Invasion feels so much longer ago because of how not great it was. <laughs> yeah, time is so but weird with that show. That is that is a thing about this. And I, 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 like the lately Marvel, the biggest issue about any Marvel thing to me lately has been the modularity and the fact that you can now tell that they are so accustomed to orchestrating their art in a way that can be picked apart and reorchestrated and and again it, it just it I keep using the word modular because it does feel like you can just try pull this piece yeah. out and jam another piece in there. I think they might have had a harder time with this one because they shot on location. Because they because mm. they didn't have like some big CGI realm to work with where they can just manipulate and redo shit. Like, all oh the wait, shit to film this. Like, oh no, we have to work with the footage we have. We have <laughs> but, to have a director have a vision, but, but that, Loki worked that way. Sorry, yeah. But, Loki had yeah. no reshoots. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing. And I think that does speak highly to why this works despite that to the degree that it does because of all the things lately that I've felt that about and I've felt that about Marvel stuff that I've liked and disliked. Like, the Marvels is super fun, but it feels like it's been, you know, hacked to pieces and stuff has been pulled out and jammed in and all that other stuff. And this, I think, by having it be so tangible, so ground level, and so based on its time, place, and location, that forces you to be a bit more considerate and a little less kind of flippant, I get the sense, or, or a little less fussy. Like, you have to commit and give the time it takes to go out and, and get that stuff in a way that you probably can't when you're just relying all on green screens and all on volumes and all on how do we have the most control over this without making it as tangible as it could be. And, and this, I think, managed... And I, and I think it's also to the credit of especially whoever was directing and editing these things. Like, I have to imagine that all those writer credits probably had to do with taking the original stuff, truncating it down. And, and props to them as well. Like, I feel like this is an example of something that, as you said, could have been way worse and could have felt like so much more of a hack job. And I bet it was hard to put together. But they do manage to make the most out of what they have better than a lot of the other stuff I've seen lately is by at least going what works best here and how can we play into that in a way that at least sings immediately during the episode. Maybe we yeah. can't really clinch the totality of it all. But even so, I thought they managed to bring it. I like that they went against the big battle at the end because they brought it to a place where I'm like, for the size and scope that these five episodes can give us, mm -hmm. I think that's actually a pretty striking way to do this. And everything they bothered to include is great. And I'm all, and my only note is just like, great, go deeper. Let it breathe more. You know? We yeah. definitely talked about the mysticism being something we were worried about the entire time. And I wasn't bothered by it. I really was impressed that that like slow trickle and then episode four brought it a bit heavier. And then five, like it got, you know, mystic, but it never felt 
overbearing. Yeah, and like the wind they brought in, the sound design. One, the mysticism was... isn't for, <laughs> isn't to deliver. The mysticism isn't in service of a, of a bigger, badder punch. Right. You know, like it's, it's the opposite. And yeah, I, and it's, I really... it's to it tap into his spirit. Right. Hashtag power. Yeah. Like, I, I, it's, it is a weird viewing experience. I'm going to keep bringing it back to like, especially for our end. Yeah. As people who have the camera pointed to us constantly when we're watching these things and are giving our opinions in the in the middle of the of the viewing experience and being aware of production things and, and yada yada yada, that we are also factoring in prior Marvel viewing experiences yeah, yeah. to this. Admittedly, instead of just solely taking it on what it was like. I I I, I don't know what the realm is of watching this without hearing any I mean, like, you don't need to. This is one of those shows where the only thing you really need to see is Hawkeye. Uh, even then, they kind of did the even there, you revamp in episode know, yeah. one. You have like a basic understanding of the MCU, but you know, like, uh, but because we've been watching so much of this, we tend to know how it goes. So much to the point that when the suit shows up, you're like, okay, when she, when's the big fight going to happen at the carnival? And then, bam, she's going to show up, superhero landing in her suit. We're going to have a big pose in the music. And the way they just introduced her like that, I was so surprised by how simple yet more profound it actually it felt was way more powerful yeah more there was more weight to it so i, I again i got to give it to them that they knew how to make certain moments really count and i feel like they were up against that challenge i don't know who the filmmakers are i can't tell you their names i don't know what they look like i don't know who they are that made this this series um but i i certainly got that impression that they constantly had to make that choice. How, uh, w in this episode, what do we make count? How do we make it count? I really think they were up against an editing obstacle here. I'm really curious who the official word of why the show was so bad was. Because years ago, we heard unreleasable. And then months ago, we heard, like, they're just going to can it. Then we were like, ooh, delayed. and so then much better than a so bunch of other most, shit we've seen. Not most, yeah. a lot of. The, wor the worst I could say is that, like, at times it's mid. <laughs> you know, yeah, but the a finale rushed in it and it skimps a little on I'm, characterization. Talking about the show as a whole, the finale yeah. is better than a lot of the finales Disney Plus has put out. <laughs> that's the thing. It's, yeah, it's like, and that's the one we all are iffy on. Episode four was better than a lot of Disney Plus stuff. Period. Hard stop. And I kept hearing how bad this was. Hard disagree. I don't understand. Yeah. Hard disagree. Yeah. Yeah. And like, look, guys, we get we, we've been. I, I can't tell you what it's been hap What's happened with. The amount of times we've gotten shit and people show up in my, you know, you know, you're pissing off people when you're constantly getting like, oh, now my patrons are messaging me. Oh, now the, now the, now I'm getting people hitting me on social media about something I said on YouTube, you know? Yeah. When people and, cross platforms, yeah. you know, you pissed them off. <laughs> I'm then, like, I believe this. I'm going to go over here. Yeah, and that's never stopped us. We'll still be honest I'm about it. To so be, we're, yeah. we're told we're, we're hate or we're whatever. I'm a massage. And I don't give a shit. Like I, I was ready to. The part of me was ready to rip into this if it really was bad, and instead I had a completely different viewing experience. I like, like I said, it's in terms of like the episodes, it's not like one of my fate. I, I feel like it got better as it went. The show, like mm. four, was yeah. I felt like the show just progressively got better as it went. So I would probably stack it somewhere between like one and two. Um, no, nah, I put it above two. Yeah, I put this episode above two. Even though I think two this is definitely a better story and flows better. <laughs> but it had so, moments of yeah. weight I liked a lot. Yeah, this is like yeah, the moments that worked 
really worked for me. That here. visual was so cool, and it definitely felt like David Mack art, which is something I was looking forward to because he's an artist. I I have a wall yeah. of his art in my place. I don't, but, you guys haven't seen it, but I have a literal like David Mack's one of my favorite artists in comics. It? It's the one right behind my door next to the comics. Have you seen I that? Seen, yeah. You must have yeah, seen it. But seen I, it. I've got a wall of David Mack art. We've so been I was, in your place. I know that, but I mean, it's behind the door. I don't know if you. I investigated have, every inch. I have assessed, yeah. but I have a wall of David <laughs> Mack art, and I was really looking forward to some of those style choices he makes like he's a very visual storyteller he's a painter he's a kabuki artist and there was some of that here in really wonderful ways like the the handprint is obviously the most obvious of the mirroring but the way some of the line work moved felt like a painting and the way the mirroring of all them through the echo felt like different paint palette colors and like different like style it was really cool to see a comic that i think flows in a really painted way in a way that feels really unique translate and i i got a lot out of that and he was super hands-on with this project like I know uh, it's to the point where Vincent Zanofrio's uh, book he wrote is illustrated by David Mack. They became friends through this production. Uh-huh. Like it's it's he was very hands on and it showed for me. So from the behind the scenes statement of a, of a comic person, this was really delightful. Yeah. You know, I, I my our job is just to keep being honest with ourselves. That, that, that That's really what, what we do is <laughs> just be honest with ourselves and then convey that. And um you know, like through the experiences of many of, of the sh- Marvel, Star Wars, uh, the the two main IPs when it comes to, uh, there's been plenty of times where, like I'm enjoying a show, and then yeah, I see on social media some people are talking about it or some other videos or now you more understand my rants, and and then uh, what will happen is like sometimes I don't, I wouldn't say it influences it. It sometimes it'll, it'll put something into words of an issue I was having that I couldn't quite articulate in that articulate, just like I can't articulate the word articulate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yes, yes. Articulate. Uh, and, and so I would, <laughs> so sometimes I would say, I'd be like, yes, that's what it is. And, and then I was, then suddenly I'm seeing it a little bit more because now I'm like, oh, and now I see how to formulate a, and I thought, from everything I was seeing from Echo, I'm like, okay, is that what's going to happen with me now? And it didn't. I I, I knew my opinion really well on, on this prior, and I, I normally do. I knew my opinion on this pretty well. And I thought, like, okay, here's where my agreeance is going to come in with all them haters. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the worst I personally feel is that at times the show is mid. The times where I feel like it gets bad is when something is not breathing well enough. But the, and, and the writing... I'm like, oh, this is a hard show to judge the writing on yeah. when it's it's like been ch- chopped and hacked. But they they let enough important scenes breathe to where I would times would be like good writing and the acting was just so goddamn good. The acting the I act- cannot get over, yeah. especially for me, the Henry guy, where he was acting with his body, his yeah. voice, and his his ASL. I was so transfixed by all of his acting. Like all yeah. three of those modes were at eleven. Grandma well, for me, man. Oh, a hundred percent. Well, and and that's the prevailing sense that I am feeling about this overall is like even if it doesn't get to fully reach the potential that it you know posits it's clearly capable of uh, more so than a lot of Marvel lately I felt the care and attention that went into thousand percent there was a fervor there for yeah. sure yeah and just like the amount of of like true consideration and especially as we've touched upon like with the cultural element D- Disney itself has perpetrated so many examples of like oh here's how to tack this on in a in a disingenuous way and here it really felt i liked your point about the powwow and the fact that you're cutting between the ceremony and also stuff that's happening in the barn and yeah you're using a set piece in a way you kind of expect to raise tension and to use the you know lively colors and everything and, and all the noise you know to kind of you know raise the tension but 
it doesn't play out the way you expect it to. And it does create this sort of hypnotic just moment where, yeah, like the plot shit's still happening, but you also get to live in the duality of the scene and of the culture and of the, you know, aura, the vibe. And it gives, it lends this sort of spiritual just air to the, you know, sci-fi shit that's about to happen in the bar. Like, and it's one of those things that I don't think that you could have made a product as a final, you know, product as you know, at all the things that this excels at, without that care, I don't think it would have happened. And I feel tremendous amounts of mm-hmm. care from all the craftsmanship on every creative. We level. said that in the first episode a lot yeah. too. We were we were acknowledging the filmmaking in it being so strong. Like it's True. clear that it wants to spend time in this place and and making these characters an ensemble. And it's like it gets like every aim it sets out to achieve, it gets part of the way there at least. And I yeah. got nothing against Oklahoma, but this is the most I've ever wanted to go to Oklahoma. Yeah. Like I, I've, <laughs> I just never thought of it. Like I'm, I've traveled as much as I can, and I've never been like you know Oklahoma. And now I'm like you know Oklahoma. Yeah, uh, may I briefly please explain this ending, just because I think exactly there are some. What people. I wanted you to get to. <laughs> I got some video production to do. So okay, yeah, so, let's go. Uh, the ending, the post credit scene, which is going to be something everybody's talking about because that's how these things go. They look to the next thing on the micro scale. I think at minimum. Greg is right with this leading into Daredevil. I do think that the new Daredevil show will have something to do with Mayor Fisk. Fisk has been mayor in the comics a number of times. He only recently was dethroned by Luke Cage. Currently, Luke Cage is mayor in the comic books, and he is working against Fisk's old jurisdiction. So basically, he's dealing with a last-term leader, and he's trying to get through all of his bureaucracy and red tape. So in the current comic books, being a vigilante is illegal. Being Miss Marvel's illegal. Being Spider-Man's illegal. Anyone wears mask illegal. And there's a, a team of heroes that are government very uh, property, basically. And Hawkeye leads a team of Thunderbolts trying to get that to be okay and to get you know people on the side of heroes again. That's, I think, the micro. I don't think the Daredevil's going to have all that. I'm just saying, I think Daredevil will be about it being illegal to be a hero and that's starting to shift things. Fisk having power in New York. Him getting the strong arm over uh, Hell's Kitchen, New York City. All those elements, I think, are the small. On the macro, if they go hard. This could be Daredevil, Spider-Man 4, Thunderbolts, and leading to X-Men. This is tinfoil hat coin now. I gave you a little one. This is a big one. Now, this could be... I could see going to Spider-Man. I definitely I, think I it's going to Spider-Man. I could see Spider-Man way more than Thunderbolts. So I think we're getting it Thunderbolts to be a team that is bad guys that are not actually that bad, that do something horrendous and realize they messed up, and then they're revealed as, as villains to heroes. I think yeah. that'll be an element there. And I think it'd be great to have in the background New York have a villain as the leader and the heroes be seen as villains. That yeah. way you tie into those elements. So it might and not be I, as directly as I think you're thinking I'm saying, but I think setting up the MCU to have a distrust to heroes leads to a world that hates and fears I, the X-Men. I, Spider-Man 4, I think, needs to have yeah. something where the unmasking in Spider-Man 2 didn't land anything. Because by the time we got to Spider-Man 3, they were like, he's hunted. No, he's not. No way home. And that's the one thing about No Way Home I wish I could change was it was originally supposed to be a Craven story. Originally, Craven was supposed to be hunting Spider-Man because he revealed his identity and they get him to basically be on the run. I think Spider-Man 4 could be that again, where he's not with the Avengers, he doesn't know any of them, Fisk is mayor, and this way you could tell that same story they wanted to, but on a smaller scale, finally have the more friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, have Kingpin as a villain, which D'Onofrio has been very vocal about wanting, have Daredevil as a, as a compatriot, but not in a really big way, so it still stays a Spider-Man movie, and if all of that works, and that does tie in together, this is a great way to reboot the universe overall. Captain America 4, they're doing all these tons of reshoots. I think that's going to be basically having the super soldier element that lands later on in the Thunderbolts set up in a new way. And I think overall having Mayor Fisk is how you do a more Emperor Palpatine Kang, where he is the thread that ties everything in together. He's right. a character that's overarching, but not in a way that needs a lot of screen time or a lot of explanation. Mayor Fisk is, I think, a genius move for a street level and higher leading to Secret Wars. I mean, 
There's one thing for sure is he's playing Mayor Fisk. That's happening. They made that abundantly <laughs> they clear. They said Mayor 18 like, times. We need someone that fights, Mayor. someone that's brutal. I, I fight. I'm, I'm brutal. brutal. I should audition. Mayor. Or, <laughs> but I also liked the different emotionality on his face. That was interesting. Uh, yeah, it was great. Uh, I mean, if there's one thing I'm really happy about. is just like Vincent D'Onofrio. They, it's way better here than it was in Hawkeye. That's for sure. Yes. Um, and... And I, and the the ending they gave him is a very interesting direction because it wasn't like he just gets his ass whooped and then he I'll be I'll do something. It's like he he kind of runs away. There's there's a, a an opportunity to face the trauma, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's like that was so scary for him yeah that he had to get away from her and that's, yeah. a, that's, yeah. a, that's a reasonable pause yeah. for him to not yeah just come back and be like well i'm gonna kill you again when i regroup yeah. you know like <laughs> like she can take me out yeah. a different way entirely I mean, so i'm not even gonna mess with her and <laughs> like, now he goes like, back to new york and he's like i'm a broken wounded animal like an yeah. animal in a corner is the scariest thing now he is again and that pain that he holds on to is one of the things that allows him to propel to the heights that he does mm. You know, like some people, it's that that age old thing about like tortured artists, you know, feeling like they need their pain in order to be a great artist or a great murderer. Are you torturing John for his art? No, I'm saying. Oh, he needs the pain. I can't. I'm just trying to. I'll happily be pain free. I'm trying to get the. the I'll happily shed the. I mean, I love everything's great. Optimist Prime over here. Autobots roll out. Last I, week we made fun of Koi. Last episode we made fun of Koi. Now it's John's if, turn. If I could be happy, I would. <laughs> I'm John. <laughs> I don't think he's evil. You know, a, a deep a, void of sadness a, exists within, and I keep throwing stuff into it, and I just did, you know, it did, chuck some things out it swallows some things Steven up Young's and when not john playing the void anymore pain, one go, day we'll john paper deal with it. your pain man it's like, nah i got and he's gonna la apartment it. more white pain, pain and i go <laughs> i logically understand the pain it's the part of like <laughs> i can assess it i can acknowledge it it's over there you go <laughs> this is therapy talk at the real rejects after dark yeah yeah like taboo midnight taboo <laughs> like the tom hardy show no no Oh, like the Just concept like of something being general. taboo? No, the game. The oh, game. there's a oh, game? Yeah. Yeah, oh, with the face. Nope, that's not the game. Oh, there's a game called Taboo. <laughs> I think it's got a little face, a little guy, and he's nope. like, nope. it's like, don't say it, Taboo. Is that not the game? Oh, oh is that the, is yeah, that the, the cover? Face of the, oh, yeah. the, oh, I thought you were yeah. saying, like, there's a... No. <laughs> All right, guys, what did you think about Echo? What do you think about Taboo? Uh, game, leave your show. thoughts down below. Concept. Rapper in the Black Eyed Peas. Are you excited show. to see Echo join Avengers Secret Wars now? Insane powers are in this. That's why they, they did not really demonstrate. That's just gonna do. He didn't to, get a grenade in the to face. Defeat Doctor Doom. She's just gonna be like, let's look at your trauma. Yeah. <laughs> Can't hear your face, but I'll hear your trauma. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to platform nine and three quarters and talk this out. <laughs> she did learn Quidditch. Yeah, that's true. She's powerful. I'm excited, but uh, yeah, but as I believe her is still like a street level. With some embellishments. Yeah, they didn't go like big freaking finale fight scene here. Like it could have been that. It yeah, been I'm glad that. it wasn't. I could see her in Daredevil Netflix esque easy. When yeah. it subtly brings in the idea of like faith healer, you know. Oh, but well, people are still going to do like overpowered. Oh, guaranteed. Mary um, Sue. She learned how to heal quickly. That's not how'd real. How'd she get her powers? She was born. Yep. That is actually, yeah, what they're telling, powers, that is yeah, what they're telling us. But, you know, she had to unlock them over time and be empowered to understand what they even mean. But how? But she didn't How'd do anything she... to unlock them. 
It's she didn't, generational it's a montage. It's a generational montage was her life. There was nothing the really... The training montage was her life. She didn't really do anything to unlock them. That's Hashtag. Fair. She should have gone to Kamartage. <laughs> like when Denzel... Denzel? Why did I say Denzel? Training day? Daredevil. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, Denzel I, Daredevil. I was, I'll take it. I was watching some... Listening to some random video last late last night about like how uh, Denzel and Tarantino didn't get along for many years and then oh, that's they crazy. had to squash their... Be- and apparently Denzel's been outspoken about it. <laughs> and wow. I was like... Because at first I was just some like st- stupid gossip thing and then and then I was like, oh, what? This is like a real thing. So it's kind of been on my mind. Like, oh, damn, no wonder we never got Denzel and Tarantino to work together. Yeah. Is v- it Vendetta. Is it for the obvious reason or another reason? I'd assume. No, a very, obvi- uh, very different reason. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Get to Googling. Guys, thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this video. Thank you to Denzel for squashing the beef with Tarantino. And for being awesome. <laughs> um, do you guys think that uh, Mayor Fisk is going to uh, affect Avengers Secret Wars like how Koi is predicting? Hey, listen to the Patreon of the Day shout out. <laughs> Flev Doran. Flev Doran. It is 2024. We have entered the year Into of the Flev's shout out. Ooh. And, dude, I know what your resolution is going to be. It is to run across nude on live television for yep. WW, whatever the initial is now. WW Wrestling. Yes. You are going to do it while Dwayne The Rock Johnson's out there and he's like, I'm able to multitask. I can do Moana <laughs> and make a TV show and promote all that. While still doing wrestling <laughs> full time, because I don't sleep, and then bam, you just run across <laughs> naked, cheeks flapping, flapping and all, right in front of him, and then what does he do? He gives you the smackdown on your bottom, and he's like, and that's why I'm here to give you all the best ass smacking <laughs> of a real candy ass. of them all. <laughs> yeah, real. I don't care what your name is. Turn that ass to the people. <laughs> so Flev, man, you are going to be um, just the most popular name in all of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Once people identify like, who's that jackass running on television? Mm. Flev Doran, patron of the real rejects. Who's that ass? But across. don't worry, we're going to protect you Bible censorship style. You're going <laughs> to run across with a leaf, it's making sure a it leaf. stays on. You are covered. Industrial grade glue. Because a butt, you can change shape, size, whatever. You know, that is kind of permanent situation yeah. centerpiece. So we will cover that with a leaf. Not open you up to judgment. Anyway, Flev, we love you, and uh, <laughs> we really do love uh, yeah, you, as evidenced by this. 2024 <laughs> ends up being a immaculate year for you, man. You're a great guy with a huge schlong. It's going to be really hard <laughs> to hide with uh, those uh, giant oak leaves. Yeah, you're going to yeah. need a leaf blower. <laughs> oh, buddy, Ooh. Flev, you naughty Look dog, out. you. Put that thing away. Flev, Flev. stop it. Seriously, you're going to uh, get us demonetized. Ouch. Piece of shit. Dude. What are you doing, you <laughs> asshole? You ass. Uh, you're being a jerk. Yep. You're being a jerk, Flev. Uh. Anyway, Flev, love you, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. (laughs) Peace.